Hello everyone, welcome to a special episode of Four Lads Bite Size Podcast with even taken to video today. There's not a lot of video, there's not a lot of hair on this video, I'm afraid, but Andy makes up for that all. Joining me today is the boys, it's Andy and Kenny. Andy, how are you, mate? You good? I'm well, thanks, Hi. Good to be here on the flag of some good performances and results for a change. Yeah, it certainly is. Kenny, how are you, mate? You well? I'm good, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me on. Let's get straight into it. This is a bite-sized podcast, so 10 minutes with the three of us talking about Rangers. Let's see how we get on. Hmm. Andy, we're going to go straight into it. What's your thoughts on Philippe Clement and his start? I think it's hard not to be impressed so far. I mean, if you go back and look at where the club was when he came in, the defeat at Aberdeen where the team just capitulated, then the Limassol game, you know, that's what he was walking into. So I think if you'd been offered the start that we've had under him, he'd have bitten the hand off on it, to be honest with you. Um, him as a person, you know, he seems impressive, he talks well, he's got a bit of presence about him, you know, he's, he's got a character that I think you need at a couple of Rangers. And I think the biggest thing is that it hasn't just been results because, you know, Michael Beale had results when he came in. It's been that the performances have been uplifted so noticeably. And, and, and that's been probably the most impressive thing since he came in the door. What about you, Kenny? What, what has he changed? How has he managed to get a reaction from this group of players who were, as Andy said, that, you know, that last game against Aberdeen, they were pretty much down and out. The, the crowd were kind of furious. We know the reaction there. And I've got to be honest, 30 years I've been going to Ibrox since I was a wee lad and I've never really seen it as angry and as so volatile as it was there and, and that ended that Aberdeen game. So how has he managed to change that so quickly? Yeah, it was toxic that night, that day. But uh, I think it's mentality, Stevie. I, I think he's just put a, a, a more simplistic uh, tone to, to what he's asking the players to do. Um, and they seem to be buying into him. I think they, they seem to look uh, as if they're excited about playing for him. I, I think they, they do seem to enjoy uh, what he's trying to get them to do. I think he's a, a leader. I think he's been impressive. There's no doubt about it. As a, as a man, I think more than, than anything else for me, he's been very impressive. Uh, and he, he seems to have that authority that that you need to be the Rangers manager. I think it's a big squad of players, Stevie, that um, they're quite, a bit, you know, we've, we've seen it over the years, they're quite an opinionated bunch of boys. So, uh, you know, to get them on side so quickly has been very impressive, I've got to say. And Andy, one of the things that, that's interested me, not only has he got them on side, but he's actually passing the eye test. It is good to watch. And given what we had seen, you know, this is a squad that went up against Celtic and went all out defence and played long ball and it was horrible to watch. And by the time we got to Aberdeen, this crowd was not invested in this at all. All of a sudden, you've got a complete sea change to that. And you look at the Prague game in the last 20 minutes where we were under the cosh, there was no nervous energy. It was just a complete support. And the difference leaving that stadium on that night was nobody said, oh, they were terrible in the second half. And, you know, that was really poor. We need to improve. The attitude quickly turned into, well, that was great. We managed to ground that out and we, we were really well organised. That is just a complete sea change to what, where we were. I think the key thing is that, unlike maybe under the previous two managers, you're seeing something on the path that you can cling to. It might not be for 90 minutes yet, but you're seeing something that you can say, you know, I can see what the team's trying to do. I can see the improvement there. They look more organised, they look fitter. 
So I think sometimes, you know, the first half against Prague was really, really good. Should have been out of sight. And, OK, things dropped off in the second half. But I think fans could understand that, you know, the team is trying to play a certain way. They're getting fitter. And that gives them something they can buy into. So even though we did have to defend, we had to stay firm, there was something there that we could just cling on to and say, you know, I know what the manager's trying to do here and sort of stay with it. I think under the previous manager, or, or maybe both, there just wasn't that there. You know, you, you were grinding maybe out results, but there was no sense of where we were trying to go as a team. There was no sense that, you know, we, we were um, improving and that, you know, the performances were actually underpinning the, the results. I think it was the other way around. I think we were getting results at times in spite of the performances. Whereas now you're slowly getting, you know, the two of them coming together. I think that's been the key thing. As you say, the drag game maybe summed that up. The fans could see it and they stayed with the team right until the end. Kenny, I suppose a big question is, can we now rely on this squad? Because we're certainly about to find out. Or is it a case of we can rely on Philippe Clement and the style? Because previously... It might have been a question of, well, what Rangers is going to turn up today? But under Philip Clement, we seem to get, we seem to at least know that they are going to turn up and what they are. You need to, uh, up to a point, I would say, but what we need to look at over the last couple of years has been the amount of injuries we've had. Um, if we can sort that out, we ha- we do actually have a decent squad of players, Stevie. Um, can we rely on them? I, I would suggest that... History tells us no, but then you've said yourself about about Philip Clement. Do we do we look at him and uh, and see something there that he's going to get more out of this squad? And I think we do. I actually do think that he's already managed to make them that little bit more consistent, even in patterns of play and things like that, Stevie. So time will tell. I would suggest. History would say we'll wait and see, but I've got faith in the guy. I've got to be honest. I have got a, a belief that he, he he is going to improve this squad of players as well. Yeah, I think that's fair. So I'm going to flip it slightly, Andy, for your question and say, can we rely on Philip Clement then to have this team set up properly and to get a reaction? Because it, it does go back to the question or the, the statement I made before of. Sometimes you turned up and you just didn't know what Rangers you were going to get. But under Philip Clement, they seem to be turning up and be quite steady. So can we look forward to that in what is more or less a make-or-break period for the club now? I think we can, yes. You know, I think the manager has a style he's trying to put into place. I think the players have bought into it, as Kenny said earlier on, which is an important thing because it didn't happen earlier in the season under Beal. I don't think the players knew what they were meant to be doing. I don't think they knew the instructions when they were on the park. So I think under Clement, we've seen that. So I think we can rely on him. It's whether we've got enough quality in the squad, probably over a very difficult run of fixtures into December, you know, to see us through and take us out really strongly on the other side. But I do think we've got the right man in the dugout. You know, I think he's got something about him that's already got more out of this this squad than, you know, the man who built it. So I think we can rely on him. It's just whether we've got enough quality and enough depth over, you know, a really busy run. I, th- I do worry if we get a couple of maybe key injuries up front in particular, that we just don't have the depth there, you know, to carry that. If you lose Danilo, for example, maybe you lose Sima. I think we're looking quite thin already. But no, I, I do think we've got the right man 
I do think Cumberland is somebody we can rely on in, in, in terms of how he sets up the team, in terms of we know what we're going to get or what he's trying to do with the team. So, you know, in, in that sense, that's positive. I think it is a case of though, trying to get reinforcements in for him as soon as we can. But in the meantime, he's already got more of a tune out of this squad than I think we could have expected in the short term. Yeah, I think that's all completely fair. And I think this is make or break, folks, as we go in after the, the this international break. We do have Aberdeen away. We'll we'll find out what's going to happen in Europe with Limassol at home and Betis away. We'd hope that the hard work's been done there, but it's a big opportunity. And then obviously the cup final, as well as going to Tynecastle, Fur Park, then Christmas time. Um, we have a few home games, St Mirren, Dundee, I think, come to Ibrooks as well. And then, then we've got Ross County before we go to Parkhead. So this is a vital spell. It's an exciting one. Lads, quickly before we finish, and remarkably we've managed to do this right on time, Andy, I'll come to you first. Who's been your um, standout player under Philip Clement? I think probably Danilo. I think he's been the key to netting it all together up front in terms of leading the press. I think unlike, you know, maybe Dessers, who had a run of games early on, Danilo's just got the, you know, the instincts you'd expect a striker to have. His movement's very good. He works really hard, and I think in terms of the way the, the team's trying to play with the press, I think he'd be very important. You know, at that, you look at the goal we got against them, Prague, for example, you know, press, pressuring the defender, winning the ball and, and putting it away. So I think he's probably been the one that's impressed me the most since he came in. Kenny, what about yourself? I would perhaps say Seymour, Seymour Danilo, but I actually think if you look right through the, the spine of the side, Steve, he seems to have just simplified it an awful lot. You look at Goldson, he's been much, much better over the last month. I think he's just doing the simple things really well. Uh, Lundstrom and Jack have come in and um, have looked like they did a couple of years back. Um, Danilo's come in and obviously, as Andy has said there, that he's he, he looks like our number nine uh, and he's there for a while. Uh, but Sima is the one that you know has really impressed me because... I think we forget that he's been playing two games a week all season and he's only 22. He's a young kid and and his consistency over the last few weeks has been uh, outstanding, actually. I think he's been really good for us, I've got to be honest. I'm going to surprise everybody, probably, and I'm not going to say Scott Wright, but I'm going to go for Leon Balogun. I think Leon Balogun's been exceptional at the back. I think he's been great with Conor Goldson. I think he adds a, a steely um, presence at the back. I think he's quite quick. And I think he's he's good in there. So Leon Balogun gets my shout, gentlemen, for, for this run. Danilo, you know, has been excellent. Seema, can't argue against. But I think Leon Balogun's been an, an unsung hero in many ways. And funnily enough, if you're looking at who's going to play at Pataudry, who's going to play, you know, in the cup final and things, you're probably going Balogun and Goldson at this moment in time. So he's come out of nowhere. And I really like it. He's a really likeable character. So Leon Balogun as a um, player of... I don't know if you can call it player of the month for me, but player of this section, perhaps. So the boys have chosen Danilo and Sima, which, which you know, you can't argue with. And let's hope that when we record this again, after the next phase of play, we'll maybe do it after the, the kind of run of form we've got after the new year. We're all kind of got different choices as well, because that will bode well for the club. So, boys, Kenny, Andy, thanks very much for joining us. Not at all, thank you. Thanks for having me. And we'll see you again, folks. Thanks for joining us on Four Lads Bite Size Podcast.